Seems to be working. modern life is always on my mind so if I, I'd have to say literally exactly the same for me mm. yeah, um, always on my mind. welcome hello and this is Robbie's modern life it's the show that fosters brilliant discussions it plays excellent music as you just heard pet shop boys and provides contemporary perspectives on affairs that are current Sophie how was your weekend it was good how was yours Sublime. I should say uh, Sophie Gordon, Bernie Boggy. Yep. In the house. Mitchell. Not in the house. He's at a different Jesse. house. He's at the. F- he's at the. He's at the home fort. Fort house. De La Home. Yeah. House of Fort. House of the Rising Fort. <laughs> and uh, Rob is uh, also. He's out on location. We're going to speak to him soon. Mm. We'll talk about that. Shortly. I think he's at the home fort now, but he, we've sent him out to be our man on the ground for a very special report later on in the show. But to start things off, Sophie, how was your weekend? It's pretty good. Um, I unfortunately spent, or wasted, I guess I should say, I wasted a lot of it in the car. Mm. You know what that Sydney traffic is like on oh the weekend? Oh, my God. But it's, Are you talking about that new Roselle interchange? Yes, that's where I was. <sighs> Did you come off the, or going, getting onto the Anzac Bridge, I should say, that new spaghetti junction over at Roselle. My God. Why did they... spend hours in the car in that bottleneck. Once you're out of the bottleneck, it's, it's fast. But mm. it's just that bottleneck is, uh, um, is tough and it's also confusing as hell. Yeah. Uh, this is causing a lot of strife uh, around Sydney. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of right in the inner west, so... It connects a whole lot of different roads. It's meant to make all it, these roads easier, but it, it does connect the whole city almost. It's actually making it harder, really. Uh, Rebel Wilson getting involved on X, formerly known as Twitter, she says, "Thanks, Roselle Interchange, for now making a 15-minute trip into the city 90 minutes via Victoria Road. What the fuck?" The Pitch Perfect Star wrote on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty hectic. There were stories earlier in the week of cars literally trying to reverse their way out um, when they'd made wrong t- 
turns onto the, they'd gotten into the wrong lane uh. and realized too late and, and tried to reverse their way out. So they've got police um, stationed. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, around the perimeter of the interchange, um, just keeping an eye on things. I can't wait for the bypass. They're going to, I think, to, the only way to fix this is to get a bypass over mm, the interchange. That's a good idea. Um, so that's, but what a, what a terrible way to spend your weekend so far. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Thanks. Let alone my best enemy. What about you? Uh, this weekend, just gone by, uh, you know, it, every time I go and try and uh, shop, do some shopping, I leave with nothing. Um, so mm. it's always a distressing experience for me. I, I truly think I'm incapable of, uh, of buying into it, pardon the pun, the uh, capitalist machine mm. uh, in terms of uh, large... What do you call them? Westfields and things. Mm. I'm always like, get me out of here. I don't want to be here. I feel that. I vowed not to go to my local Westfield um, anymore because honestly, as soon as October hits, it's crazy. Yeah. People are there every day. They're getting the Halloween They're like zombies. Stuff and then They're like zombies walking around. They've been tricked somehow that they need to be at the shopping center every day in the lead up to Christmas. Mm. Also, Spotify Wrapped just came out. It did just come out. Friday, last Thursday. Thursday, Friday. What are you thinking about yours? Whoa. Happy, sad? Yeah, I'm really sad about it. I think that, uh, you know, it's it's a year gone by and, well, okay, we're going to the next one now. So Yeah, you what look back on your Spotify and it's like, goes your Spotify wrapped goes all the way back to 2016. You go, oh my God. Oh Sometimes, my God. yeah. Sometimes we don't need to be reminded of the passage of time. Yeah, and uh, speaking of, Robbie's Modern Life right now, midday till one. On FBI Radio. Live. We shouldn't forget, live. On au forward slash head there to the programs, <laughs> and you'll find it all there. And Sophie, we've got a little bit of a huge show coming up, so. What's that? Ignore that. <laughs> it's not in the rundown. Sophie? Big show coming up today. Yeah. And it starts right now. Song of the Summer. This is the Song of the Summer. You need to know about. Who who is that, Bernie? What's that what's that by? Na na na, it goes na, na, by na, it na, goes na. like. By? Na na na. By na na na. Okay, we'll look that one up on Spotify or yeah. YouTube music. Yep. Check or Google that one Music out. store. Also uh, coming up on the show, uh, reality check. Um, it, sometimes it is pretty easy to lose track of time, but right now it's December, so don't freak out. That um, is a reality check. <laughs> sometimes it really is, uh, it, it, you know, it's so easy just to lose track of time. It is. Um, and so 
there's a new thing trending right now. Yeah, trending now, Christmas. All of a sudden, it's Christmas. Yep, Christmas is trending now. That's coming up on the show, Sophie, what else? Also coming up, is this the perfect zombie apocalypse movie? Mm, Listen to find out. We've got that lined up for you in the next hour on Robbie's Modern Life. Coming up. And Spotify wrapped. (laughs) The numbers are in. The winners have been counted and your votes are in. So we're going to be picking apart... Everybody's wrapped. All of your everybody who listens to Robbie's Modern Life, we know what you listen to. Mm. Um, that's coming up. We're going to be unpacking your Spotify wraps. Oh, unwrapping. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> and season two of I Got Shot on Christmas Day. It's real. It's coming, and you better be getting excited for it because we have a lot riding on this thing. Mitch has put a down payment down on a loan to get this thing off the ground. We've got a lot riding on it. You might remember season one of the acclaimed podcast, I Got Shot on Christmas Day. Here's a clip. I Got Shot on Christmas Day. The real story about how someone got shot on the happiest day of the year. Yes, what Mm. what an amazing podcast that I'm just so excited for season two. Yes, it had the world on the edge of their seats when it came out. True, you know, true crime podcast. This almost kind of invented that genre and that that hype around it so can't wait Did for it? season two Damn. yeah that's a that's big claim mm. also coming, coming up well a, a lot coming up on today's show robbie's modern life stay with us an example of a massive legal rugby tackle <laughs> not every big hit needs to be illegal and put a player out on the bench on the sidelines for the rest of the season with mm. a broken neck a good tackle with good technique is something to be applauded uh, in the modern game of rugby, and we should be seeing more of this. Mm. We're going to be speaking to a rugby expert later on in the show. Can't wait for that. Also coming up, Ozpost cut-off dates for Christmas 2024. It might seem too far away, but no. Spoiler alert, they are closer than you think. Stick around on the show to find out when they are. Mmm... A lot coming up, actually, on today's show. A contestant... uh, Did you catch this last week on uh, Lego Masters, Sophie? A contestant was kicked off the famous show Lego Masters after a vile build. What the hell? That's uh, coming up. And... Groundhog Day in Hell. Sounds bad, right? Well, that's the life that an elderly manatee has been living in an aquarium park in Florida. Good news, though, he has just been released. What would be your version of Groundhog Day in Hell? Is it, you know, stuck in a fiery pit of snakes? Or maybe it's just being stuck in your dead-end job? Text in 0409-945-945. What would be your version of Groundhog Day in Hell? And also coming up, an update on the new self-checkout helpers which have been hired in Coles' and Woolies' around the nation. Turns out they are struggling to get things done themselves, heavy workload. They're increasingly turning to automated systems to help them scan and bag and make sure that customers are satisfied and get their shopping done in a decent amount of time. Some stores, including Harris Farms, are even trialling a stopgap-type role with understudy scanners helping out the self-checkout scanner workers. Woolies has warned its customers they will be returning to a fully automated store by Christmas. And a quote here, don't expect a human to be giving you your Christmas ham. 
is no. not. <laughs> it's a quote, but it does not. No, no, uh, it, it has not been attributed to anyone. No, that quote is uh, is kind of just from Woolies itself. Sophie, our playlist today is going to be very exciting. We're going to be cranking up RML's Spotify Wrapped for 2023, some of the greatest and best songs of the year. Mm. Um, and we were given a location, weren't we, Sophie? Yes, you may have gotten this on your Spotify Wrapped this year. It tells you what your location it thinks you're in. Uh, so let's see if you can guess where it is. Throughout the show, all the music um, will be from our Spotify Wrapped. Um, it's music that people from this secret location listen to according to the Spotify system and algorithm so see if you can guess what it is text us on 0409 945 945 or get in touch via the RML app as always Mm -hmm. we have a chatbot there to help you Mitch has hooked that up uh oh okay let's have that from rml spotify wrapped 2023 keep those texts coming guessing what location uh, our listening habits to are most like of the people in the location keep those guesses coming on the rml app please or um, text in on 0409945945. That's where you can reach us. Robbie's Modern Life right now. Sophie Gordon, Bernie Boggy in the hot seat. In the stew. Um, uh, on FBI 945. Mitchell JC at the home fort. Mm-hmm. Robbie Armfield somewhere where you will find out very shortly where he is. Can't wait for that. But now, every now and then you hear a story that is so unbelievable that it must be magic. In this case, the story is real. Mm. And it's the true story behind the magic wizarding world of Harry Potter. (laughs) It's the story of one man and a whole lot of tools. Philip Chris is his name, and he is the tradesman behind the sets of the Harry Potter movies. Wait, hold up, hold up. So there's this new... um, There's this new book out, right? It's called Philip Chris, The Hogwarts Trade, Building the Magic. Yeah. It's a wonderful collection of tales of how he built and repaired the sets and a lot of cheeky, Mm. funny stories behind. Sophie, we were reading, we were leafing through this um, earlier this morning. Churning through. Oh my gosh, what a story. So this is the the tradesman who who built the sets of the Harry Potter movies. Mm. And pretty much, uh, for those who don't really know the story... Sophie, can you explain uh, how and why this is just one dude? Like, why Why you'd imagine it's a huge team of, of s- people who built the sets and things, um, but uh, it's just one guy. Like, I know, I know. I think that's often the case with these massive blockbuster movies. You just p- imagine teams, hordes of people working on them, but it often only just comes down to one guy, one single tradesman behind the magic yeah, of Harry Potter. It's it, what do you call it in um, economics? Like a an, a, dis, a diseconomy of scale. Mm. Uh, you know, so many people working on the same thing. Actually, you get a, people, a few people just dead weight. Like, yeah, they don't need yes. to be there. What, yeah, what are they yeah. actually doing? What are you doing to uh, to help rebuild the the bathrooms after the troll builds? Uh, <laughs> knocks them down. 
So, look, this is a fantastic book, and uh, it, it's not—it's more than a stocking stuffer. It's its something that you, you really should be getting for Christmas for... Um, this is a main event prize. This is a main event. Yeah. You know, Present. Uh, wait, save Present. that one for the last. Open that one up last, because there's yes. Philip Chris, the Hogwarts tradie, building the magic. Uh, it's a big tome, and it's full. It's a wonderful collection of tales of how Philip Chris, this one tradie, and it's a great photo of him on the front with, like, the tool belt... Yeah. He looks like something out of the 70s, <laughs> um, uh, if you can imagine Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on the roof with no shirt. That's kind of how he looks in this cover here, um, smiling with the cast and crew there. Um, a wonderful collection of tales of how he built and repaired the sets and a lot of cheeky stories. Uh, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> cheeky, funny stories as well. It's not all logistics. <laughs> It's partly um, just funny anecdotes from the se- from time on set. And we're going to give you a couple uh, now, f- a few of the wonderful anecdotes from the book. So if you kick us off with something from uh, the f- initial chapters yeah, this here. Is the start. I have many fond memories of fixing things around Hogwarts, and I grew to really love that darn place. It was really cold in the winter, and even in the summer, you needed to wear a couple of layers. We're talking about a very remote place of Scotland. Wow. Mm. So, uh, I mean, he talks about many things in the book. Yeah. He talks about uh, the location. Because this guy, he's wired different. He's got... uh, He's got his brain on things that... You he's know. built different. <laughs> he's, he's fucking ripped. <laughs> um, here we go. This one's from chapter one. Mm. Um, that's, Which is on the first heard. movie, Philosopher's Tools. The chapter's on the... It's, yes, yes, it's on the first movie, and the chapter's called Philosopher's Tools. Yes. Um, very funny. He's actually got a great sense of humour. Um, here we go. The, yeah, the day, we, the day we had that chess scene was a nightmare. The animatronics of the pieces kept seizing up because Christopher Columbus... Because of Christopher Columbus's wise idea of adding a real rustic vibe to the pieces and making them older... He demanded the animatronics to be old as well. So I had to keep fixing the pieces that were continually breaking down whilst taking care to not lose my head from one of the loose, deadly sword attacks. Wow. Love that that peak inside the time on set. Also loved that anecdote about Christopher Columbus. You know, real peak inside the genius of these movies. How he brought the magic to life, yeah. Mm, All right. Philip Chris. Uh, let's just keep flicking through some of the great stories from Philip Chris, the Hogwarts tradie building the magic. The, the real tradie. Is, the, is a real tradie behind the make-believe magic mm. that you're not going to believe it's, it's real. It's real magic. But it's real. Okay. So let's skip ahead to the second movie. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, here we go. In the second movie, there was a real issue about the havoc that the Whomping Willow was causing Harry and Ron's car. Instead of hiring a mechanic to fix the car, Christopher Columbus had the wise idea of getting me to replace the windshield and bonnet, etc. of the car. I had no certifications in fixing cars, but I managed to get it all fixed up. Only for them to throw it right back in the Whomping Willow, and it gets fucking trashed up again. Sometimes my job really tests me, but I do love it. Again. Another window inside working with Christopher Columbus, you know, epic uh, filmmaker and also um, the process, you know, what a genius this guy is. Has no experience in fixing mechanics or cars, but he just gets thrown in that deep end and he works it out. 
Yeah, it's interesting to hear about his anecdotes about the Whomping Willow. There's no real mention of 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 how they actually created mm. those effects. It, it's talking as if it's a re- it's a real thing, real stuff. Yeah, it's, it's slightly worrying. It is slightly worrying. Um, okay, uh, skipping to chapter six now. This chapter is called the Half Drunk Trady, um, which is slightly concerning. It's a lot about how he was drinking on the job during the sixth movie. Mm. Um, okay, here's a little excerpt for you. On the set of the sixth movie, Ron and I play... <laughs> Ron and... Ron and uh, he's talking about the characters. <laughs> as if they're real people. <laughs> uh, on the set... I'll start again. On the set of the sixth movie, Ron and I played a prank on Harry by bolting him into the Gryffindor common room. He was yelling and banging on the door for ages. And Harry actually got called to the main dining hall for his <laughs> for his scene. But he was late because he was bolted into the common room. Meanwhile, Ron and I were losing it, laughing in the stairwell. <laughs> we were crying with laughter. It's, it's quite eloquently written. Um, this book, um, you know, it's just straight up and down. I think they've got a full drum set out there. Don't worry about that. Um, in the foyer, in the studio next door. Live radio, everyone. They're recording the, the Mad Max Furiosa soundtrack in there. Okay. But yeah, Let's again, get back to this. It's slightly Philip concerning. Chris. Don't you think Philip Chris, the way he's, talk- he's talking about the characters, does he think... I mean, he is half-drunk. The half-drunk trade is the chapter here, but... Uh, like, it's con- it really is concerning the way he's talking about the characters as if they're real people. Mm, and a lot of drinking on set. It does get worse here. Okay. Sorry, let's, I'm it's just finding going the back next to the other chapter, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Now to the fourth movie, the, the Goblet of Fire. In the Goblet of Fire, you wouldn't believe the shit I had to build. To save money on CGI, Alfonso Cuaron <laughs> made me build all the sets realistic to scale. He kept saying things like, people have to believe the magic is real, Philip, and build it, and they will come. Well, hold up, like, saving money on CGI, like, isn't, just, yeah. isn't it the other way around, usually? That's what especially, I thought. Especially That's in, like, 2005, when this movie yeah. was made. Yeah, like, those, those really good special effects were pretty expensive. Uh, wait. I don't know. I would have thought that it was cheaper to do a, to a, a special effect of uh, Then sand. building all of the uh, the set as well as like the labor of building the set. But I guess it was just one man. True. I guess true. it may have been cheaper. Yeah, Anyways, go on. going on. The pontoon jetty thing for the swimming bit of the <laughs> Triward tournament <laughs> was especially hard. I had to hire a crack team of water-based experts to help build something that was A, load-bearing and B, looked cool for the shot. The annoying thing was Victor Crumb, when he came down to practice swimming, kept treating the pontoon really rough, jumping around to pump himself up and stuff. Numerous times I had to tell him to be careful as the thing was still being built and was super fragile. He ended up actually getting a splinter in his foot and lucky... (laughs) Lucky he knew a spell. I think it was Removio to get rid of it pretty easily. Okay, this is... (laughs) That took a turn there. That's definitely not what I was expecting from Philip Chris, but and he's got a wow. pi- he's got a picture there in the middle in the middle of the book. One of the pictures there is Victor Crumb on the uh, half built Victor. <laughs> I mean, it's the actor for Victor yeah, Crumb. I like, don't I don't know the actor's name. Yeah. Um, personally, but 
And this this spell thing at the end, I, I don't know if that's... Is that a joke that he's put in there or... <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, it's just a fantastic peek behind the <sighs> Harry Potter films. Yeah. Uh, it's Philip... What's his last name? Chris? Philip Fi- Chris. Philip Chris. Yeah. The Hogwarts Trady Building the Magic. Building it's the, the magic. new book that's out now. Uh, it's hit stores worldwide for Christmas. Yeah. All good book. All good booksellers. All good booksellers. Uh, get your hands on it for your Christmas presents, for your loved ones, or maybe even just for yourself. Buy yourself a Christmas present. Treat yourself. Here's a song. We'll be back with you on the other side. RML. sleeps until Christmas Day 2024. How many shopping days left till Christmas 2024? Well, you no longer will have to wonder because we now know the exact amount of days until we can finally ring in Christmas Day 2024. We provide you with how many days, hours, minutes and seconds in just a second. Officially, it's 228 days, 12 hours, 12 minutes and 40 seconds. I got shot on Christmas Day. The new season of the award-winning podcast, I Got Shot on Christmas Day. I Got Shot on Christmas Day. The real story about how someone got shot on the happiest day of the year. Download to listen now. Season two of I Got Shot on Christmas Day. Proud sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. I wish that I could fly into the sky so very high. Just like a dragonfly. All my people in the front. In the nosebleed section.
Okay, welcome back to Robbie's Modern Life. That was a song, part of our Spotify Wrapped. Keep those texts coming through. We see you guessing the locations that we got in our Spotify Wrapped 2023. Mm. We got some, some of them are pretty close, but we do not have a winner yet. Yeah, and my lips are pursed because uh, people are saying stuff like LA. People are saying stuff like Argentina. Mm. Mm. My lips are sealed. Keep texting in, though, because you'll find out at the end of the show where our Spotify wrapped landed us on the globe. 0409 is the number or on the RML app. Keep them coming. Well, you're wondering, uh, it's just Sophie and I in the studio. You're wondering where Mitch is. He's at the home fort, just protecting that there. But Rob is out on the town. He's actually at mm. the Roselle Interchange, the Spaghetti Junction there. Just working out what is the real story? What is going mm. on there? We need someone, uh, someone unbiased, you know, uh, down on location working out what the hell's going on there. We were speaking about it at the top of the show. It's just chaos. Let's find out what's going on from the man himself, Robbie Armfield. Our roaming reporter for today. Let's give him a call. He's down there at the junction. Robbie, can you hear us? Hey there, Bernie. Yep, I can hear you. How are you guys going? Good, good. good. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're just here in the studio doing the show live, Sophie and I. And uh, yeah, we're just uh, wondering how the spaghetti junction's going. Is it just chaos or what? Yeah, well, Bernie, Sophie, look, at the moment, it's uh, actually not that bad, not that busy. Um, you know, at, <laughs> at this time, you know, they're... They're getting people through with without that much fuss. So it is yeah. a it is a Monday today, right? It wouldn't be too busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No easy movement right now, which is you know slightly surprising. Good flow, um, and uh, I'm really liking the vibe. It's a great vibe at the moment here. So, so you mentioned the the vibe. Is is there really an atmos- atmosphere there? Wouldn't everybody just be keeping to themselves and their own self contained um, kind of? Um, well, it's just, you know, things are moving well and uh, they're, they're doing... Of, is there a lot of movement, is there, at the Spaghetti Junction? At the Spaghetti Junction, there is, yeah. it's uh, it's it's There's not much, too much more to report. It's it's looking quite nice right now. Yeah, it's uh, delicious, um, maybe. And what's the police presence like, Rob? At we did hear rumours of the police. Mm, and at, Or any, at, any accidents or nothing like that? Um, I think I saw... I think I saw, uh, no, look, no police right now. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm just looking that's out good. the front door. No, no police. Uh, oh, I, I think one oh, of the yeah, waiters, I think one of the waiters was, uh, maybe was about to drop something, but, um, no. Oh, one of the people far, waiting so in the, in the, because yeah. there's a, it's backed up. Rob, so t- right. talk us through, um, so we're, we're interested in specific the Iron Cove fly through to the Anzac Bridge. Like that, a lot of people have been ca- getting caught there with a the tunnel. There's no toll on it. A lot of people thinking there is a toll. Can you explain, like, is there, a, is there an easy fix here or is it just going to be years and years of this bad traffic? Um, you, must be, you must be talking about the, um, the roads, I take it. Yes, the interchange we sent you out to. Rob, are you at the uh, Roselle Interchange? Oh, I'm at... The Spaghetti Junction. A spaghetti Junction and Crow's Nest. Yeah, it's just up the road from Grilled and Crust there. It's a new uh, pasta establishment. <laughs> it just opened up. It's a beautiful Malaysian family that are doing their best to, you know, they've really studied hard the Italian art form of pasta and they've got a great menu. So it's a lovely family-owned restaurant just up the road from Crust here. And How uh, did you manage? How did you? What, how is there a place called Spaghetti Junction? And How did you? We were it sending you out to... Up. 
Just opened up. So you sent me out to Spaghetti Junction. That's why I'm here. So they've got a great selection of parts, of course. So uh, they, you know, as you said, you sent me out here to, to check them out. So I've got a brief, a brief, some brief thoughts here. The Bosch Deola and Carbonara are very creamy. Mm, um, and I have to say they've got quite rich and sharp tomato options too. So I, of course, did have a go of the Spag Bowl and the uh, lasagna they do have as well. And as I say, a very friendly Malaysian family that uh, made their mission to perfect the Italian art form. And they're, they absolutely have the vibe right here at Spaghetti Junction. Okay. All right, that's that, been a terrible mistake. Rob, that sounds fantastic, actually. But uh, just if you can, you, did you drive there? I did drive there. It's just up the road from me. And uh, so it wasn't too far. And just up the road as well from the crust and the, um, and the grill there. Okay, and forget about salads. crust and grill. Uh, do you what? mind, on your way home, maybe just check out the uh, interchange? Sure, yeah, I'm happy, happy, happy to do so after this. I'm just having a one of their salads right now. It's a Caesar sort of a twist with some uh, creamy Paris mash on the side. So I'll, so I'll see how that is, and then we'll we'll that's, go from there. So keen to, keen to, keen to uh, take you guys out here very soon. I okay. think you'll really enjoy it. Okay, Rob, and now all this is going to be available on our website? I've definitely taken a lot of photos. I hope so. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Right. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, Soph. Have a good one. See you you mate. too, mate. Well, uh, that uh, turned out to be... What a flop. <laughs> to be complete um, miscommunication. Sorry about that, mm. listeners. Hopefully um, we can get him out to the actual Roselle Interchange for some live, real-time traffic updates for you later in the show. Mm. If you can make it there, I don't know. Oh, my God, probably traffic's going to be too bad to even get there in time. Yeah, from Crow's Nest to... Monday Arvo now. Crow's Nest to uh, Roselle. Oh, I don't God, know, we'll see. Oh, going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so bad. Oh, my God. All right. Let's go to another song from our 2023 Spotify Wrapped. And, uh, yeah, apologies just if you can hear um, the fucking drums of Mordor beating in the background <laughs> here because, uh, um, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but then in the studio beside us, there's uh, they're summoning something. If you can't hear it, that's great. Let's take another Spotify wrapped. So Yep, and coming up, it's that season again. Ooh, the time ooh, of ooh. merriness, the time to drink and celebrate with loved ones and co-workers. That's right. After the break, we're going to be talking work Christmas parties. Stick around on Robbie's Modern Life. You know, when I walk into a dance, the bouncers don't frisk me. They salute me. You know why? Out of respect. Everlasting name, the original Nata. Take heed and take check. You care about him and along with the shy effects. And when we come, it's murder reaction. All original junglists. He will tell him no. Can we not imitate yet? Originate because originate. So far, so good. So far, so good, but there's still time. There is still time. So, have you been getting these ads for the new Walking Dead game available on Nintendo Switch? I have, actually, because my ad blocker doesn't work anymore. I keep getting these bloody ads um, for this new Walking Dead game. It seems so low quality. Why is it so, so low quality here? Let's just take a little grab from... I've just ripped these out. These ads... I haven't done anything to these ads, by the way. These are the real ads. You don't really think that you were going to get through this without being punished now, did you? Now, if y'all want to live, if you want to survive... You gotta fight for it! The only thing you can choose is what you're risking it for. 
I didn't bring it in. It got inside. I'm getting these own. constantly, these ads. They always will. The dead and the living. It's violent. I was thinking, how many of you do I have to kill? Here's another one. You're all already dead. Alexandria will not fall! Not on this day! Super graphic. It's so super graphic. violent. Um, but it's like eight bit as well. So I don't know how yeah. they made it so violent. It's just eight bit. I've heard. I've heard this about some Switch games actually. That a lot of developers are just kind of rushing, rushing games mm. out for Nintendo Switch and um, not really living up to um, you know, or not really meeting like the standards. But I have actually played a bit of this game. Oh, okay. The, well, what's the ads got me. Um, well. I don't know. You you hear the violence in the in the ads, but what's actually more concerning is how much in-game gambling there seems to be. Mm. It's like one of those pokies uh, pokies games. They've they've mashed the two together. They're kind really? of gamifying um, the Walking Dead and oh, mixing God. it with that this like in-game gambling. Jesus, they always will. This is, this is from the old, the okay? Because we're... I was thinking, how many of you do I have to kill? Yeah. Um. If y'all want to live, if you want to survive, <laughs> you got to fight for it. I'm talking about fight right here, right now. It's terrible. It just sounds like Pokey's music. Yeah, yeah, I and it's like... It with just quotes from the show. Mm, it it's got like... inside on its own. They always will. The dead... And the living, because we're... Yeah, so that's like every time you reach a new level, Jesus. there's like another one of them. Um, and you actually spend real money on it. You know, like you put your, you link it to your, your Switch account with your PayPal and the money comes out. For real, trust me. God, how much money have you spent on it? I don't know. I actually couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. Um, but I might... Might give the game off. I don't know. Yeah, you really should quit that. It sounds horrible. Yeah, but I. It is that time of year again, Sophie. It's a time when office transforms into merry backdrop, filled with laughter, music, clinking of glasses. It's the time to celebrate a year of hard work, make new friendships, and even schmooze your boss. They're a great place to forge new friendships um, and schmooze your boss. Yeah, we're talking about the workplace Christmas party. It's Christmas party season. Yep, it and, is well and truly upon us, Bernie. And the workplace Christmas party is, is a loaded one, to say the least. It is, Bernie. Amidst the joy and holiday cheer, work Christmas parties also have that notorious reputation for potential mishaps, faux pas as well, that can turn the mood from sweet to sour. Navigating that fine line between professional and festive can be a challenge, uh, and if caution isn't exercised, these gatherings have the potential to go disastrously wrong. Yeah, and we're talking disastrously wrong. Oh, yeah. We actually asked you... 
for your workplace Christmas party horror stories. We've all got one. On the RML app. And you guys did not disappoint. These stories of merry mayhem are truly terrifying. Oh, yeah. Okay, zombie invasion at the Gladi, Sophie. What the f happened there? This is from Maggie in Redfern. Zombie invasion at the Gladi. What? A DJ spinning classic funk and soul in the front bar of the Gladi, the Lord Gladstone got suddenly interrupted when a horde of zombies breached the property, powering through doors, reaching through windows, gargling for human flesh. And so they ended up, they had to board up all the windows. They had to board up all the windows. They were trying to spray, like, fend the zombies off with the post-mix, um, you know, mm. fount- fountain thingies. Squirters. Um Yeah, that They're, is horrifying. And the person who sent this in, apparently they made a... Um a joke to their boss while all this was happening. They said, it's pretty much like, you know, HR's coming to get us. And all these zombies, the HR's trying to get us. <laughs> Didn't go down too well. It did not go down too well at Horrifying. the workplace yeah, the, Christmas the workplace party. Christmas, you do got to be careful. Don't say these things. You do. You do. Hugh in uh, Camperdown has sent in this one. An evil witch walked into the Mali bar and caused havoc uh, during their workplace Christmas party. This is an absolute horror story. The evil witch used up all of the company's bar tab to make her spells. Uh, had a big pot um, boiling in the middle of the Mali bar dance floor uh, with tonic water, herbal teas, and soda waters, all from the company's bar tab. Oh, that is that is awkward. a horror story. It's yeah. awkward and horror- horrific. She cast a spell on the bo- on our boss, says Hugh and Camperdown, to give us more hours and get rid of our Christmas bonuses. Oh my god. Oh, and apparently Hugh made a good. you know a very sly comment that did not go down well. And it's just these are the things you know. If you're having a few drinks, be careful. Don't yes. say these things. Yes, he he saw the evil witch and he was like, oh, is that Mary, our line manager, to one of his friends? You know, nudge nudge, and it did oh not go God. down well. Seriously, honestly, yeah. it's like it's like wait till the boss leaves or something. Yes, like, yes, oh. yes. These Lucky. are these are Christmas workplace horror story. Christmas workplace. Parties, horror stories. Workplace Christmas party horror, horror stories. stories. Yes. Uh, we asked one. you and you did not disappoint. Lockie in Ashfield. RML, getting involved in the RML app. Lockie. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lockie in Ashfield, demon in the beer garden of the Beresford. What? This did not end well. This is horrific. Very scary situation. No one had ever seen a demon before, so didn't know what to do. It was very awkward. Lockie says, lots of people sharing things they otherwise wouldn't have, thinking that it was their last moments on Earth with this demon about to come and eat them. So they started sharing embarrassing secrets, even confessing to things like crush- workplace crushes after a few drinks, mm. um, workplace crushes, stealing from the office, you know, oh all that kind God. of thing. All these confessions were coming out, um, thinking that it was their last moments on Earth because of this demon. That's so bad. Honestly, you just yeah. have to resign after that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, another one here. Thanks. Keep them coming. Uh, your Christmas workplace party horror, horror stories. Story. A boss got possessed at Mountain Goat in Newtown and went psycho. Ooh. Now, this is a pretty tight-knit IT team. Uh, had their Christmas party recently at Mountain Goat in Newtown when all of a sudden their boss got possessed. Started walking up the walls... Uh, spinning his head around 360, they had to call an exorcist. And uh, the exorcist was asking all these questions and the the boss, fully possessed, like... Like, fully possessed, was like... 
revealing like company secrets about like oh, uh, about you know all the workers and mm-hmm. um yeah. you know simon's on up yeah this salary and there was uh, people it just everyone was at each other's necks by the end of it and they, they kind of yes. forgot about the possessed boss yeah. horror story like you don't want this information coming out like, no so watch what you drink honestly moral of the story don't drink too much at the workplace christmas party Lest you say things you might regret. Mm, these really are workplace Christmas drinks horror stories. And oh, yeah. You can avoid it. So just do that. Do avoid it. But, you know, have fun this silly season. and uh, Do have fun. Drink responsibly. Yeah. If you're 18 plus, as always. Uh, and if you, you know, it is that season, you might have more of those workplace Christmas party horror stories this week. If you do, keep, keep messaging us via the chatbot on the RML app. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even uh, mention your ones next week uh, as well. You've been listening to Robbie's Modern Life. Every Monday, midday till one, we'll be back next week. Live and here with you. You can listen on the podcast. You can listen in your car, back on the podcast. Back on the podcast in the car. FBIRadio.com forward slash programs, I believe. Also, the Robbie's Modern Life Instagram is a good place to get your quick hit of RML. Yeah, real style. Instagram real style. YouTube short style. We've got short little clips behind the scenes, funny pranks that we play on each other. It's all up there on the Robbie's Modern Life Instagram. Sophie, you run that and it's a it's a beauty. It's an absolute great page <laughs> to get you a quick hit of RML in the morning. And we are nominated for Best FBI Program, Comedy Program, uh, Instagram account. True. So you can go and vote over on our Instagram page. You can vote for us. Uh, And your votes would mean the world to us. Please do. Um, We'll catch you uh, next week. Until then, enjoy. See you next week, Bernie. See you.